This is Molly Patrick, and you're listening to episode 70 of the Clean Food Dirty Girl podcast. Okay, before I start, I have a book recommendation for you. I think I've recommended this book before in my Saturday emails. Uh, if, if you're a fan of this podcast or you like what Clean Food Dirty Girl is doing or what I'm doing, you should definitely sign up for my Saturday love letters. I always forget to mention them. I will uh, put the link to sign up for them in the show notes of this episode, and you can sign up for free. And I email you every Saturday with with things, sometimes plant-based things, sometimes food things, sometimes just life things, sometimes embarrassing stories that I have about myself. All kinds of things. Um, But every Saturday in your inbox, you'll find me. So, yeah, so I think I've recommended this book book in my uh, Saturday emails, but I wanted to recommend it here too because it's a book that has helped me over the years. And, And so I wanted to recommend it to you. So if you're a human living on Earth, you should read this book. It is called The Places That Scare You, A Guide to Fearlessness in Difficult Times by Pema Chodron. And Pema Chodron is um, a Buddhist nun, specifically a Tibetan Buddhist nun. She has written many books, and I enjoy all of her books. But this one, The Places That Scare You, is a book that I come back to often, and I always have it on my nightstand, and I can pick it up and just read any page, and it's always something that is helpful to me. So check that out. You know, if you're going through a difficult time, this would be amazing, or just any, you know, any time, right? Any any time. These are always really good reminders in her words. She has such words of wisdom, and I really appreciate the fact that she is a Buddhist nun, and she cusses. Yes, she does. She says she swears, which I really appreciate. <laughs> okay, so here's what I want to talk with you all about today. So eating a whole food plant-based diet, many of you do, many of you don't, many of you want to eat more plants, many of you used to eat more plants and trying to get back to that. I, we have all kinds of people in our community who are in all different places with that. But here's what I'm going to offer today. And this is just going to be short and sweet. And this, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. And, you know, for most people, the goal is to, like, eat healthier, right? And, And we all have our different reasons of why we want to do that. And there seems to be a few different groups of people out there, right? There are some people who will say, okay, I want to eat all whole food plant-based and and that's it. Like I really need to to eat whole food plant-based and then nothing but whole food plant-based. And there are some people who are like, yeah, I want to incorporate just some like more plants into my diet, but I'm not necessarily going to strive for a hundred percent. And a lot of people who strive for 100%, I mean, there's some people who, of course, do that, and it's no no biggie, and they've been doing it for a long time, and that's awesome. But for a lot of people, especially when they're new to eating this way, they will, have, they will go into it with this kind of mindset or this mentality that it's got to be all or nothing. And if it's not 100%, then 
they're just going to say fuck it and go the other direction and eat whatever they want. All the potato chips, all the cookies, all the takeout, all the everything, everything, everything. And so I think, so this is, this is who I'm talking to today. If you're like on board eating whole food plant-based and you're like, yeah, I'm good there. I eat that way. That's my life. I don't think about it. I just do it. Then awesome. I personally don't know many people. I'm trying to think if I know one person who eats a hundred percent whole food plant-based a hundred percent of the time. And I can't say that I've personally met anyone now, that's not to say that there's not people in our community who do that, um, but personally, I haven't met anybody who's 100%. And I think it is my opinion that it is a bit unrealistic to reach for that or to strive for that or to make that a goal. Now, that's not saying, that's not to say that it's not possible, and that's not to say that that's like the right way to think about it. Um, you know, there are, there are, I'm sure many arguments for eating a hundred percent this way. Um, and I'm sure that many of the plant-based doctors would, um, give you many reasons to, uh, you know, try to eat a hundred percent this way. However, here's, here's my standpoint. Here's, here's the angle that I'm coming at it from. When somebody who's new to this way of eating is like, okay, I'm going to eat a hundred percent. And let's say then this person goes out to lunch or this person has a meeting at a restaurant, or this person goes to a birthday party or a wedding, or I don't know, an office party or a holiday party. And there are many things to eat, none of which are whole food plant-based. And this person gets hungry and eats some like potato chips and a piece of cake. And then it's like, oh, okay, shit. Well, I didn't eat 100% whole food plant-based. So you know, I may as well just forget about it. I may as well just, you know, go out to eat tomorrow or, you know, say, screw it, put it in my hands and eat however I was eating before. So that's what I see. And that's, I see that a lot in, in, in our community, you know, people saying, oh, I've been doing so well, I've been really on track. And then this event happened and I ate some things that weren't plant-based that were definitely not whole food plant-based and I just started to spiral and now it's been like three months and I've forgotten what a vegetable looks like. I see it, it happens. So there's, there's ways to do this that don't feel so all or nothing and I think that all or nothing mindset can get us in trouble. Now there's some things don't get me wrong like okay for example for me alcohol is something that I am choosing to have it be a nothing thing. Like I did the all thing. I tried to moderate. It was very, very difficult. So I just said, okay, that has to come out of my life. This has to be out of my life. I'm not going to drink at all. And that really worked for me. And I told myself, some people who are in recovery, and I'm not knocking this at all. It just didn't work for me. Say, okay, I'm just taking it a day at a time, one day at a time. And for me, I was like, no, I just can't drink ever again. And of course it is one day at a time because that's what we have one second at a time, really. But for me, I just needed to really be honest with myself and say, okay, I'm, I'm that kind of person who just can't drink. Nothing is wrong with me. I'm not, you know, like I'm not a defect. I'm not <laughs> like there's nothing has gone wrong here. Um, it's just, I am one of those people who, who has a really hard time drinking in moderation. So therefore for me, I'm not going to drink at all. 
but of course with food we, we can't do that because we need to eat right so I'm not saying that there there aren't some things that like for example sugar could be one of those things for some people you know people might have a really hard time moderating the amount of sugar so even if they eat something that has some maple syrup or some date syrup or whatever it, you know that kind of sends them into a spiral of ice cream and cookies and like everything else and if that's you then yeah perhaps cutting out the sugar altogether would be helpful for you but again you can't cut out food altogether <laughs> so if you are someone who is trying to eat a lot more plants and and have the your your diet be kind of like the the majority of your diet be whole food plant based one thing that can be very helpful is having a couple of exception foods and to, to kind of give yourself that wiggle room and give yourself that leeway so that it can help you stick to eating the like whole food plant-based the majority of the time or eating the majority of your food, have that be whole food plant-based. So if eating a couple of exception things is going to help you in the long run eat more plants, then I say, why the hell not? So for me, I do this um, with, like, sometimes I'll have some um, plant-based or some vegan um, cheese. So Miyoko's, um, Miyoko's Creamery, I think it's called. Um, she makes amazing, like, cultured plant-based cheese. And it's not whole food plant-based, but it is vegan. But I like to have that in my fridge and eat a little bit of that from time to time. Um, it feels like it's kind of fancy. It feels like, I don't know, it feels like a little, like something different. Um, of course, I could make my own, like, cashew cheese. It's not as, it won't be as good as Miyoko's because her stuff is really, really good. Um, and, yeah, so, so, so having a little bit of that once in a while for me is really helpful um, in, you know, eating plant-based, like, most of the time. And I eat vegan all of the time, but whole food plant-based, I probably eat like 90, 90% whole food plant-based. Like that's, that's kind of how I do it. And having those things or like have, sometimes I'll buy um, gluten-free bread that has some oil in it because I, I haven't really found um, a gluten-free whole food plant-based bread. There's Ezekiel makes a plant-based gluten-free bread, it's not that great, but sometimes I get that one. But otherwise, I'll just find a vegan gluten-free bread and get that and not worry too much about whether or not there's oil. Um, sometimes I get these really yummy like almond um, tortillas, tortillas made out of almond meal that are really good. I think they have some coconut oil in them. But if I'm, if I'm loading up on whole food plant-based ingredients, and if I'm having, you know, like a ton of veggies and some quinoa, some kale, some mushrooms, um, and like all plants, and then I have one of those tortillas on the side, then like the, if that's going to help me eat more plants, then why the hell not? So I just wanted to give this perspective because, it, you know, if you are having a hard time following 100% whole food plant-based, this might help you. And it's, an, it's, a, it's a sort of alternative to saying fuck it and going back to eating like takeout every day, right? Or being like, okay, screw it. I'm just going to eat all the cheese and all the the processed food because I wasn't able to totally stick to this way of eating. If there are things that you really enjoy and they're going to help you kind of eat more plants, then why not? Um, we had a, the plant-based 
or plant fueled reset recently ended that that we ran, and during one of the during the closing call, I coached someone who was debating whether or not they wanted to keep tortilla chips in their routine. And I kind of told her the same thing. I'm like, hey, if, if eating tortilla chips once in a while is going to help you eat whole food plant-based most of the time, then, you know, why not? Now, the other thing with that is if you eat those, those uh, tortilla chips, right, or whatever it is that you're going to include that's not whole food plant-based, are, they go- are those things going to kind of create cravings and have you kind of spiral into craving after craving after craving? I don't know. It depends on what it is. Like for me, some a little bit of Miyoko's like cheese once in a while isn't going to lead me to craving like dairy cheese, for example. Um, I can have a little bit of it. It's nice. I eat it along with the rest of my food. I don't like snack on it. Like if I'm hungry, I'm not going to go eat a bunch of cheese, like of that Miyoko's cheese and crackers, for example. I'll just kind of have that along with a meal sometimes. So I'm not kind of eating it as, you know, just because I'm, I'm hungry. So when I get hungry, I want to fuel with, with lots and lots of plants and not have those foods as sort of the primary fuel if I get hungry. So it's sort of like a, you know, it's not an all, it's not, I'm not eating all of that stuff. It's just sort of like in addition to the plant-based stuff I'm eating or the whole food plant-based stuff I'm eating, I'll kind of have that like on the side sometimes. So the point is do whatever you need to do to eat more plants. And if that means eating something that is not 100% whole food plant-based, it is my opinion that that is a beautiful option. <laughs> I'm sure that there's people who will disagree with me. Um, but for me, I think, you know, like, I don't know, man. Life is, life, is, life is weird. And sometimes we have a tendency to take it so seriously and to be so rigid with ourselves and be so demanding of ourselves that we kind of miss, we kind of miss it. You know, we kind of miss the, I don't know, the sweetness of life because we're so focused on getting it perfect and doing it right and eating on plan and being compliant and not falling off, right? That we just sort of miss it. And, you know, I don't know, at the end of the day, that's why I don't take myself so too seriously or anything too seriously because, <laughs> like, what are we all doing here? We're all on this planet, not sure, you know, we're just all on this planet trying to like live another day. And, you know, there are ridiculous things out there. And I think it's, it's wise to, you know, find the humor in it all and find the silliness in it all and, and sometimes not take it so seriously, even though it can feel serious. It can feel urgent sometimes. Life can feel really, really important and like it's going to be the end of the world if such and such thing doesn't happen. And most of the times, most of the time, you know, life goes on and things improve and it all works out. And all of the things we worry about don't ever actually happen. So I don't know, for me, it's more of an invitation to kind of relax around things, relax around um, my habits, relax around my life and just kind of enjoy. And, you know, 
And I really enjoy like my, the, the, my diet. And I, and when I say diet, I just mean the food that I eat. I don't mean a diet plan or a, you know, restricting calories type of thing. I'm just talking about the actual food that I eat. I love the food that I eat. I love eating a whole food plant-based diet. Um, and occasionally I eat some vegan cheese and I really enjoy that too. And I stick to eating plant-based or whole food plant-based, um, the rest of the time. So if there's something like that, that's going to be helpful for you, toy around with it. You can experiment and you can see, you know, is eating, um, you know, our main, okay. So this is a perfect example. There are people in our community who I've seen make, uh, like a few batches of some of our muffins, like our chocolate chip blender muffins or our banana, uh, like banana muffins. We have a bunch of muffins in Plant Fuel Life and also on our blog. And those are whole food plant-based, right? But a little bit more, um, not on the, you know, less nutrient dense than if you were to, let's say, eat an apple or a banana, right? So they're more like treat treat things. But some people make, you know, a big batch of muffins to have some in the fridge and have some in the freezer so that when they when they feel like something sweet, they eat that instead of going, to, you know, eating ice cream or eating cookies or eating candy or something. So, you know, again, whatever's going to help you kind of eat more plants and feel good about it and feel like it's not stressful. And it's not something that you have to white knuckle through and not feel like it's so serious, you know? And I get it. Like some of us have health issues and we really need to to watch what we eat and we really need to be aware of that for, you know, some some legit like health health reasons. And I get that for sure. And so obviously this this is not meant to be any kind of medical advice. You always have to, you know, do what's best for you and your body. Uh, depending on on what you and your body are going through. But I think as a general rule, um, I think we would all be a lot better off if we just sort of relaxed a little bit (laughs) and ate a little bit of vegan cheese once in a while if that's what you are, uh, if that's what's calling your name and know that it is okay. It is okay. All right, that's what I have for you today. I hope that you are well and I hope that you have an amazing week. Check out The Places That Scare You by Pemisha Drone if you get a chance and let it sink in. It's like this, every time I pick it up, it's like a healing balm to my soul. It's so good. I was, I'm just looking at it right now and I was going to see if there was like a line I could read you. Um, and I should have done this before, but you guys know how I am with this podcast. <laughs> I... I don't have my shit together when it comes to this podcast, you guys. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I have my shit together ever right now in this particular moment, but um, but here it is. I you're listening to it, so you know I have my shit together enough to get this out. <laughs> and I like doing it. I like getting this podcast out, even if it's not like perfect. Um. Okay, here's something that I want to share with you. No, 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 not that one. Okay, hold on. Oh, there's so many good ones, you guys, every single one. Um, Okay, let me read this to you. When our attitude toward fear becomes more welcoming and inquisitive, there's a fundamental shift that occurs. Instead of spending our lives tensing up as if we were in the dentist's chair, we learn that we can connect with the freshness of the moment and relax. 
That was so perfect for what I was talking about today. I love that. We can connect with the freshness of the moment and relax. That's what it is. When we can relax about things, what a gift and what a weight that lifts. And that's with anything, whether it's like the food that you're eating or the, or the, I don't know, dramas that you're having or the relationship issues that you're having or whatever it is, when we can relax a little bit, that makes such a difference. So I, so that is such a good reminder and, and, and perfect. Exactly what I wanted to say. Let's relax around eating a little bit and make sure that we're enjoying the process. Make sure that we are not stressing ourselves out and making our life more uncomfortable and hard than it has to be because really fueling with plants is such a beautiful thing and such a wonderful thing and can be such an empowering, awesome thing that when we get so stressed out about it that it becomes all of a sudden a, a, a point of um, anxiety is sort of like, okay, that's that's really good to know. That's sort of like the red flag that we want to take a step back from and say, whoa, okay, let's look at what I'm doing and let's see how I can change things up so that my way of eating is not causing me a lot of anxiety or stress or worry in my life. Um, and if incorporating things into your eating routine that aren't totally plant-based once in a while is going to help you sort of relax into it and enjoy it and keep eating a lot of plants, then I say fuck yeah to that. Okay. Have a wonderful week. I'll see you next time. I won't see you next time. Sorry. I'll, um, you'll hear me next time <laughs> and I will be talking with you next time. <laughs> okay. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, you are going to love Plant Fueled Life, our monthly membership where we help you eat more plants and celebrate that beautiful human imperfection that we all have. You can try it out for free for 10 days by going to the show notes of this episode and clicking on free trial. You can also go to our website, cleanfooddirtygirl.com and clicking on the banner at the top of the website, Uh, click on start free trial and that'll get you there too. Also, if you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoyed, or if you enjoy this podcast, will you do me a solid and rate and review it so that other people can find it as well? Okay. Thanks so much.